afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Yes, my energy is a little low today. I'm a little bit sick at a kind of sort of kind of almost coming down with a sore throat. So I'm a, I'm a little quieter today than I usually am. But nevertheless, you know, uh, my heart goes out to you, all of my listeners. We do this show every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern time, as well as on the Facebook live stream. So you can go to facebook.com slash talking alternative to see the Facebook live stream or, or just go to my personal timeline, Sam Lebowitz on New York City, L-I-E-B-O-W-I-T-Z. So we've got a wonderful show in store for you today, a wonderful guest on the phone with us, which means for those of you on the Facebook live stream, you get to watch me all hour long. Oh, and I just got a little notice on the Facebook live stream, my dearest niece in China, Shishu, uh, saying, ah, she misses me. Wonderful. I miss you too, Shishu. Uh, so let's get started with our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what they have in store for us today. First, from the universe. It's Thursday, and Thursdays are always awesome. Great things happen on Thursdays in the physical, and magical things happen in spirit too. Players, circumstances, and facts are all being aligned to brighten and lighten the rest of your life. Hmm, wonder what goodies are in store for you today. What surprises, what coincidences and accidents? Something to think about. Tally-ho, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley and the universe being a little playful with us today. Yes, it is Thursday, and uh, there are always magical things happening on Thursdays because you get to listen to me, your conscious consultant, on Thursdays. So Thursdays are always a good day, as well as our wonderful guests. And welcome, Zena, to the live stream. And uh, let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Negative emotion is your indicator of resistance, while positive emotion is your indicator of allowance, and they are on the same meter. Allowance, resistance, allowance, resistance. Abraham. So uh, I think Abraham here is really pointing out what he calls our internal GPS system, our emotional guidance system, and that is um, our emotion that when we feel lower vibrational emotions, when we're upset, angry, afraid, depressed, that those are merely indicators of being in resistance in some way. And that when we're feeling more expansive emotions, when we're joyful, happy, uh, energetic, uh, uplifted, that those are indicators that we're in allowance. Now, notice Abraham did not say, uh, I mean, he uses the terms negative and positive, but it's not that the emotions themselves, there are anything wrong with them. They are just merely the indicators. They are just merely the guidance system to show us where we're at in a given moment. And that by paying attention to our emotions, it kind of helps us to kind of be aware of where we are. And it's not that it's good or bad, it's just an indication. So that when you're feeling more uplifted, when you're feeling better, when you're feeling more expansive, then you know, hey, I'm in allowance. And when you're not feeling that way, when you're feeling contractive, you're in resistance. So the key is once you realize that, okay, what are you in resistance about? Or what are you allowing? Either way, it's good to be aware of where you are so that you can make a more conscious choice. For those people who are on our mailing list, you saw the thought of the day today was all about how our real power is about being able to make choice. And the more conscious we are about the choices we make, the more empowered we are, the more in control we are of our life. So I think this, this quote from Abraham is so, so important because it's reminding us of how important this indication 
of where we are emotionally indicates whether we're in allowance or resistance so that we can decide if we want to change that. You know, it's always about bringing greater awareness, greater understanding, uh, you know, just being able to be more empowered by seeing, by being aware of like, hey, you know, this is where I am right now. I'm okay with that. Wonderful. Or you know what? Uh, I realize I'm being in resistance. I would rather not be in resistance. So what can I do to change that? And so if anybody listening, if you'd like to know what you can do to change being in resistance, that's what I am here for. Call in uh, during the show. Contact me afterwards. You all know my email address. It's sam at theconsciousconsultant.com. Um, and you can uh, call and we can talk and work together. I'm always um, happy uh, to work with my fans and work with people individually. Um, That's what I am here for, and, uh, you know, that's why I do the show, because uh, I'm really trying to be of service. So, two wonderful quotes from the universe and from Abraham. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll have two new quotes next week. And now it is my extreme pleasure to welcome to the show Diane Conklin. Diane is an internationally known author, entrepreneur, coach, consultant, marketing and business strategist, implementation specialist and speaker. Diane is a direct response marketing expert who specializes in showing business owners how to integrate their online and offline marketing strategies, media and message to get the maximum results for their marketing dollars. For more than 17 years, Diane has been leading small businesses to bigger profits through proprietary home study systems, speaking from the platform, and by providing done-for-you services to clients all over the world. I am very, very happy to have Diane on the show with me today. How are you doing today, Diane? I'm doing good, Sam. I appreciate the uh, nice introduction. And you know, when you came on and said you were a little... uh quieter than normal i thought to myself well that's not a problem because i'm loud enough for both of us ah wonderful wonderful (laughs) because i'm going to rely on you to do most of the speaking today not a problem excellent excellent you're a little bit quiet i'm not sure if it's on our end or your end but if you can just um uh uh, speak up a little bit that would be wonderful no problem okay great so uh i'm curious uh you know i always like to start off giving people some context um, uh, how did you first uh, get interested in the marketing side of business? I mean, when you were a little girl, were you like designing ads to put into the school newspapers or something? <laughs> no, actually, nothing could be further from the truth. My uh, educational background is a, I have a master's degree in exercise science and worked for a lot of years in the health club industry and uh, I ran wellness facilities for government and and hospitals and all kinds of different things and um, you know I always had I think I got it from my dad you know he always although I grew up on a 75 acre farm he always had this like push to try things and do things mm. like I remember him trying to start a lightning rod business because he thought every house should have a lightning rod oh, I think I always had sort of that entrepreneurial spirit but I got always had this this sort of desire to you know do more and be more and in and, and, and that kind of thing and um, honestly, I got a, a letter in the mail from, uh, you know, a, a, an expert and uh, got involved with him and, and got on some calls. And um, it just sort of sort of spurred me into uh, a, a real interest. And what I found was, you know, I, I, while I love all things exercise and fitness and, mm-hmm. and all of that and, and I'm very technical with those things, I sort of fell in love for the same reasons with marketing. And uh, as I started to study and, and go to events and learn things and invest in courses and things, I just really found that I, I loved it because it was a thing that had the potential to make this huge impact um, on people's lives. And that's sort of always been my thing is how do I make a real difference uh-huh. um, in people's lives? And I think this is a great way to, to do that and have what I call the ripple effect. Right. Right. Yeah, because a lot of people don't realize that, like, you know, marketing is much, 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 much more than just, you know, uh, trying to convince somebody to buy your product or service. That marketing is really about getting people to buy into your message. It's really about educating people and getting the word out there to to. uh, 
you know, kind of move them in a direction that will do some good for them, at least when it's consciously done, right? Yeah, and, you know, I would say that, you know, trying to get people to buy your product, that's called sales, in my opinion. Right, um, right. You know, marketing is everything that you do in your business to create an opportunity for somebody to say yes to the thing or things that you sell, right? So right. when you think about that, it's really everything you do in your in your in your business. So if, if you have a, a a brick and mortar or an offline store, right, that we could walk into a grocery store or a or a cleaners or whatever those things are, right? Right. Then it's everything you're doing. It's 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 the the uniform or lack thereof. It's the cleanliness of your store. It's how you answer the phone. It's the signage. It's what you put on your receipt, right? Right. And all of those things are really marketing. It's it's the it's really the big picture breadth of what you do, how you communicate, the conversations that you have, the community that you build related to your business. That's marketing, right? It doesn't right. have to be this, you know, this like in your face, manipulative. Um, Matter of fact, it shouldn't be, right? Right. Kind of thing. It should be this sense of wonderment, this sense of creating this idea of, I wonder how she does that. I'd like to know more about that. That's the kind of thing that you want to create in your business, not this this situation where people feel, and many times they don't feel it until after the fact, right? But not a situation where people feel like, you know, I'm not really sure I wanted that or I should have bought that that whole like that thing you know that whole like you're in my face it should be this real community based you know let's let's play together right let's help you know how can i help you get what you want and that's that's really to me what marketing is right right wonderful wonderful okay diane we're going to take a quick break and when we come back i'd like to talk a little bit more about sort of how to use marketing for a messaging and really trying to create not just a customer but a movement and uh, before we go to break just a quick shout out we got a bunch of uh, watchers on the Facebook live stream Nick former host at Talking Alternative great to have you on Um, Laurel my dearest Laurel who I get lots of crystals from she's great and Jennifer Brown who I will be having on my show again in the coming year who talks all about inclusion so um, I'm going to actually ask you about sort of spreading using marketing to spread ideas so uh, thank you all for tuning in everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity and we will be right back after these messages You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Diane Conklin, a marketing and strategist specialist. So, uh, Diane, how's it going? 
it's going great. Okay, good, good. Yeah, now we, we, we switched something around on our end. Ooh, we're getting oh, okay. lots of thumbs up and hearts on our Facebook live stream. This is great. Too Should bad we? you're not in studio today. They they only get to look at me all hour long. <laughs> that's, well, that's probably better. Nah, I'd, I'd much rather have you here so they can look at you all hour long. Um, but uh, I, I wanted to just pick up because uh, I saw uh, my friend Jennifer Brown, who just is an author, recently wrote this wonderful, wonderful book called Inclusion that's all about inclusion in the workplace. And so she um, works with companies to help them to, to be more mindful of LGBT and just all kinds of different, um, I would say, cultural differences between people and how to be more inclusive in the workplace. And I thought, like, this is a perfect thing to show how marketing can really be a force for good in life. Like, when you have an idea like that, like inclusion or like tolerance or like uh, as you mentioned before about working together as a community like you can really use sort of these marketing techniques to help to get that message and that story out there in a way to sort of help to move people to have a greater awareness and understanding and actually affect change in uh, our environment right absolutely and that's really what it should be about right so it's interesting you're talking about inclusion because one of the things that i talk about is unity integration and acceptance right oh. forget about tolerance nobody wants to be tolerated people want to be accepted right <laughs> right right exactly <laughs> and with all of our likenesses and all of our differences and so marketing can be used to create all of that and here's the really cool thing about it is when you figure out what your distinction is, right? What is the thing that makes you different? What's the thing that that makes you stand out in this crazy world that we live in where we see literally more than 3,300 marketing messages a day? 3,300, wow. Right? That's more than our grandparents saw in their lifetime. So we're inundated with these messages. So when you figure out what's the thing that makes you different, what's the thing that makes you stand out? And, and is unique, when you figure that out, then the entire universe opens up for you because it's really simple. And when you think about it, it does. It, it, this isn't about things that you hear typical marketers talk about, like what's your USP, right? What's right. your unique selling proposition? Right. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is who are you mm. in your world? Who are you in your market? Who are you in this big universe of what you do? Because all of us have competitors, right? right? All of, if you want to think of it that way, right? All of us have other people in our industry that are doing similar things. Right. So how do you become the person in the red shirt when everyone else has tan on? How do you know I was wearing a red shirt today? <laughs> I have on red too. See, it was, it was the perfect, it's the perfect thing. Um, and, and when you figure that out, it's like the not only the business world, but the world in general opens up to you. It becomes, you know, the world is your oyster, as, as, as to use a really bad cliche. Yes. Because now the messaging and all of that becomes so much easier. And part of that, a part of it is knowing who your target is. So it's knowing who you are and what makes you different and special, and then it's knowing who your target market is and who you're speaking to, who that ideal person is. Because now you can hone those two things together. It's the perfect message for that specific person that you're trying to talk to. Great. Okay, so so let's do an exercise here to make things like, to kind of give our audience an example of what you're talking about. Why don't we use me (laughs) as an example? I'm Sam Liebowitz. I'm the conscious consultant. I'm the guy who like works with people to bring them uh, a greater awareness and understanding, different perspectives to help them to shift their patterns in their life, in their business, to help people to move on to the next level when they feel stuck. So I come to you and I say, Diane, um, I'm not being as effective in attracting new clients or doing the, getting the results that I want in terms of bringing more business in. You know, how do we work together? How do we start? There's two things that I would go to immediately. Right. Because everything that I like to do with clients is very specific to them. There is no okay. cookie cutter in business. Yeah. And there's certainly no cookie cutter in marketing. Yeah. So there's two things I would start with with you. 
I would take that beginning piece of what you said, I'm Sam, and this is what I do, right? Right. And I would say to you, how do you do that? And I would keep saying to you, how do you do that or why do you do that or tell me more until we got down to a very specific thing, a very specific result and outcome that you produce and provide for people when you work Mm. with them. Um, The other piece of it is I would then talk about who do you love to work with? Who do you get the best results with the fastest? And then we would we would figure out who that person is. And when I say who that person is, obviously it's, it's more than one person, right? Right. But the more specific and focused you can be in knowing, like, Diane, my ideal client, and I'm making this up, okay. okay, is a man between the ages of 40 and 55 who's been an entrepreneur or out on their own with a, in 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 the in an entrepreneurial or owning a business for. You know, two to five years, they're making X dollars, they're married, they have two children, they live in, or 2.3 children, which I'm never quite sure where the point three comes in. <laughs> yeah, but, me neither. You know, they live in, in the city, they make this much money, they live in a house. Now you're thinking to yourself, Diane, what in the world are you talking about, right? right. What I'm talking about is being able to so specifically narrow focus in on who that client is that we could go to a list broker and get a list, not just... Well, I help entrepreneurs. Well, that's a big right. universe. It's too big. Right. Right. right? So well, I often use the silly example of everybody, you know, you, you look at a product like socks, right? right? Socks, everybody wears socks. Right. But look at all the specific kinds of socks that you can buy, right? right. There's dress socks. There's black dress socks. There's sports socks. There's specific socks for each sport. If you're a runner, you can buy a different sock than somebody who's a walker. Right. There's different padding in different places, and right? Right. So it's that kind of thing. The more specific you can get, and I know what people are thinking as I talk about this, because it always happens. They say something like this, but Diane, if I'm only targeting men, I don't want to just work with men. Right. It's okay, if that's your ideal, that's your perfect, that's your favorite client, don't worry. You'll get women, too. Right, right. right? They'll come, but the message that you're talking to, you want people to have one of two thoughts. One is, wow, he's talking to me, or that's for me. That's the thing I've been looking for. Or the third thing would be, again, the how do you do that? I want to know more. Right. And you do that by really specifically honing in on that person. Right. Right. So it's really being sort of very specific with your niche as a tool to help you to make choices and decisions doesn't mean you limit who you work with, but it means you give yourself sort of a framework or a guideline around which to um, go out and, and target people and say, okay, if this is the specific kind of person I want to work with, where do I now go out and find that kind of person? Yeah, and even better is it will limit who you work with. It will limit the fact that you're no longer working with these with people who aren't interested in what you do. People who are just want a little information. Your your message will be so specific that those people will say, "Oh, well, I'm not interested in that." Right. Right. So what happens now is you have this influx of the ideal perfect person instead of having to weed through what I will call tire kickers, right? right? The freebie, the people who just want the free stuff that are never going to invest with you. Right, right. Yeah, so it's, it, you know, it kind of reminds me of that old expression is that when you say you, your client can be anyone, that means your client is no one. Yeah, there's a great quote. I love um, Seth Godin. Yes. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess this up, but he has this great quote that basically says the problem the, the challenge that most people who are starting their businesses and certainly people who are starting in marketing have is they want to be for everyone. Right. In fact, if they would hone in on the weirdest, smallest, most bizarre niche right, that they right. could think of, they would in fact make more money and they would right. in fact be very – their business would be easier. But the, right. the, the challenge comes in in that we think if we're for everybody, then there's always somebody else out there that we can go to and say, hey, you want to do business with me? When right. in fact, 
that's way too big of a universe. And he has an amazing quote right. around that, and it, that's essentially what the quote says. Right, um, right, and I right. love that because it's so, so true. Yeah, and he talks to, like about when you're, when you're competing with many other people who like anyone can work with, it's like it's a race to the bottom, he always says, because you yeah. end up purely competing on price, and then when you purely compete on price, you can't really deliver what you have to offer in in a beautiful way because you know you just you're not making that much and that the the race to the bottom like always leads to disaster yeah exactly because you're a commodity then right right, right. if i'm going to go buy tires for my car i'm i go buy tires predominantly based on how what's the cheapest place i can get a tire that's going to get me 50,000 miles right, right? where's right. the what's the cheapest tire cuz it's a commodity right right now, I have a friend who owns a tire store who they guarantee they will replace all four tires, have them balanced, and you aligned and in and out in 20 minutes or less. Wow. Now, I'd be willing to pay a lot more money for those yeah. same tires if I can go in and get in and out with four new tires aligned, ready to go, and balanced and everything on my vehicle in 20 minutes. Right. Right. I'm willing to pay more for that. So right. while it's the tire business is a commodity business per se, what right. they've done is they've said, let's take this commodity and turn it into something that the specific person wants, right? The busy business owner, the busy right. mom, the busy entrepreneur, people who are busy who also have the money to pay a little bit more for things are their exact clients. Right. Right. So and in a way, it's kind of doing what you said before is it's it gets rid of also the people that, you know, are not part of their ta- uh, their segment, like people who are retired, who have lots of time where money is more important than time to them. So they know, well, uh, immediately they eliminate that kind of person exactly. so that they're only working with people where they consider their time more valuable than the money. So they're willing to spend the money in order to save the time. You got it. Perfect. Beautiful. Okay. Um, you know what? It's time for us to take another quick commercial break. How about when we come back, Diane, let's talk about like some of the biggest myths in marketing. Like what are some of the, you know, f- you know, few, three, four, five key mistakes that you see that most people make in marketing. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is marketing expert Diane Conklin, and we will be back right after this. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and uh, we're talking this hour to Diane Conklin, and uh, just a quick shout out to people on the Facebook live stream. I see my friend Lauren, your presence is so on spot. Thank you, Lauren. Always a pleasure knowing that you're out there listening. Uh, so, Diane, um, you know, we've been talking about some really great ideas and concepts about focusing, narrowing in on a particular niche that you can really serve and do well with and not compete on price with. What are some of the big mistakes that you typically see people make when they're um, marketing themselves? Yeah, you know, I think I think one of the big ones is people don't market, right? They uh, don't do – they don't use – what I call 
direct response marketing that's measurable and actionable. Right. They do more what I call advertising, right? So we right. put the big sign up, we use the billboard, and you know we copy what the insurance guy down the street does, which he has no way to know what's working. And especially as small business owners, we really have to be careful, right? Because our right. budgets are limited. We have to know, you know, did this Facebook ad work? Did the newspaper ad work? Did the online thing work? Did the direct mail work? What is the thing that's working? What's pulling in the best return on investment? And if you're advertising and not marketing and using direct response strategies, you don't know. So so not measuring or not using direct response marketing is, is the first thing that I would say. Okay. Um, and I think especially for, you know, what I'll call the more conscious business owner, right. I think the idea of marketing many times is, is this turnoff, right? It's that right. balance between um, I want to do good in the world and, and, and maybe I'm overcharging and that whole sort of dilemma that people go through. And so we don't market. We sit back and we think, oh, well, you know, the business is going to come to me. And unfortunately, if you're not marketing and if you don't have some kind of plan, right? So many times people just throw, do what I call throw mud on the wall, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Just they, a they shotgun have no, approach. Yeah, let's just, oh, you want to do that? Okay, let's try that. Oh, let's, let's try this. And they don't, they don't know what's working because they're not measuring, right? right? But they don't have a real plan. And I'm not talking about, when, when you use the word plan, many times people turn off, right? They say, oh, well, I don't want to have to go through all that. This is about having a plan that I, I actually call it the, it's the palm tree plan. In uh, other words, you write it in pencil, not in uh, pen. It's okay. like the palm tree. You have the plan there knowing that things are going to change, right. knowing that something may come up that you want to try, right? right? But at least the plan is there. And so I have on my wall right now a laminated uh, 2017 calendar, actually, that I've developed that I have up there. And I already have things on my on my calendar, right? Because right. I, that I know we're there. And then I, I mark it and do things around that. Because at least now, I don't have to come to my office every day and say, geez, what am I going to do today? Right. right? I know. Okay, well, you know what? I have that event in February. And so I, 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 you know, I've already planned everything out. So let's look on the calendar and see what we're doing today related to that. And so having that plan, even though it, it may change, even though we make it like the palm tree, right? The palm tree bends but doesn't break in the high winds. Same thing. We're, we may erase a thing or two. We may move things around a little bit. But at least if we have a plan, then everybody's on the same page and working toward the same goal. Mm -hmm. um, let me give you two more quick ones. Okay. Um, one is the big, one of the biggest mistakes I see is people stop doing what works. Oh, really? happens all the time and the reason that it happens is because we as the business owner we as the marketer we get bored <laughs> right we think oh everybody's seen this well if you check your numbers if you're measuring you might find out that you're getting a you know a four to one or a five to one return on investment on this thing but because you're bored with it you stop doing it, it happens mm. all the time all the time one of the big big mistakes that people make um, I had a guy call me a couple years ago, and he was he was in some financial problems, and he had a great business. And I said to him, well, what, do you, what have you done in the past that's worked? He had a, a, a postcard that he sent out. It was a local business that got him a 12-to-1 return. Wow. 12-to-1, right? He, that means for every dollar he spent, he got $12 back. But because he was in such a financial situation at the time that he called me, he said, Diane, I can't do that. I said, why not? He said, because I don't have any money. I said, do you have a friend or a family member? Could you borrow $500 and tell them you'll double their money in the next 60 or 90 days? If you, you spent $500, you got a 12 to 1 return on that, you can afford to, to pay somebody $1,000 back, right? He had stopped doing, and he couldn't see where he needed to go because he was in it, right? It's the forest for the tree, you know, can you, you can't see the forest for the trees kind of thing. Right, and that also... why I always tell people you need some kind of coach or mentor in every aspect right. of your of your business right. for that very reason. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And But that also, that example also highlights the importance of measuring because if you don't know, 
that that's the thing that's giving you the 12 to 1 return, then you can't make an, a, an intelligent decision that it's something you should keep doing or something that even though you, you're not doing as well as you, you sh- can be doing, that that's where you should invest. Exactly. Exactly. And I'll give you, I'll give you one more big mistake that people make, okay. and I call it the roller coaster. Uh, and here's what happens. You, you guys all, you, you know what a roller coaster looks like, right? Yeah. So you're at the bottom of the roller coaster and you say to yourself, hey, I need to do some marketing in my business so I get this roller coaster moving in the right direction, right? I get the income coming up. Right. So we do this marketing, we get new clients, we're making money, things are going great, but guess what happens? It's, you stop marketing because you're so busy doing the thing. Right. This right. happens many times when you're a solopreneur. Right. 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 This is called owning a job instead of a business, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. So you, you stop marketing, and all of a sudden you see that the roller coaster, your income in this case, is starting to go down. And you go, oh, my gosh, what's happening? What's happening? What, am I get, what, am I, what, am I, what do I need to do, right? And then you say, oh, I, I stopped marketing. I need to increase my marketing. Well, normally it takes a little time, right? There's a little right, lag time. Right. So it continues to fall a little bit, and then all of a sudden we come up. And so – The answer to that problem is what I call ABM, always be marketing. Mm. You can certainly turn things on, you know, faster and slower. Your marketing shouldn't be an on-off switch. Right. It should be a faster or slower switch. It should be the knob that turns things a little bit to the left, a little to the right, turn it on a little, now let's turn it up and make it go faster. It's the water hose. Do you want it full blast? Do you want it halfway? Do you want it a quarter? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. So it's not an all or nothing thing, but it's more like a volume switch where it's like, okay, we're at level six today and tomorrow we're at level four. And then a few weeks later, we're up to level seven because things are slow. So we got to pump a little bit more into it. So it's not sort of having such a black and white approach to marketing. Exactly. Wow, wow. So, so how do you get people to really think more consciously when it comes to marketing? Because it's really about almost changing people's mindset, isn't it? Yeah, it, it very much is, and I'll tell you why it is. It, it, it becomes, it's the thing that drives the train, right? Marketing mm-hmm. is the thing that drives your business. And, and I often say to people, you can like marketing or dislike marketing. It doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. but... At some point in your business, actually every day in your business, it has to be done. Whether you do it or you look at somebody like me who, you know, and say, hey, Diane, I want you to do my marketing for me, mm-hmm. it has to be done. And I think remembering that piece that you don't have to be the one who does it, right? right? right. Pick the three or four things in your business that you're uniquely qualified to do mm-hmm. and do those things. Joe, Quali- Joe Polis has a great quote. He says, one of the problems that we have as business owners is that we try to be good at everything. He said, stop trying to strengthen your right. weaknesses. Right. Strengthen your strengths and hire your weaknesses. Right. So if this marketing thing isn't in one of your top four or five things that you just love and that feeds you and that gives you energy and makes you want to do more of it, right? Right then find somebody who genuinely is good at it, who can prove that they've done good things, and work with them in some way, shape, or form to let them help you set programs up. And here's the great thing. Once you set what I call conversion maps, you you would think of them more as a marketing funnel. Right. Once you set them up, now it's a matter of just tweaking them, a little bit here, a little bit there, making some changes, you know, one of the things that I do is I have sort of what I call my, my general map, and mm-hmm. we use that for about 90% of the things not only in my business but in the business of every client that I work with. We just tweak it, and we teach people how to tweak those things. So right. it doesn't have to be this big thing that you do over and over again, right? right? So instead of making it new every time and doing 100%, 80% of it's already done. You just go back and you right. you tweak things about 20%. It makes life really easy. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's that 80-20 rule that, you know, you get 80% of the results from 20% of the effort. Yep. So, yep. you know, all you got to do is, is tweak things, shift things just a little bit, and you can get a huge response from it. Exactly. Right, wonderful. Um, 
when you're starting out, let's say, and and you're kind of approaching marketing for the first time, it can be a little overwhelming, right? Mm-hmm. How do you recommend people just get started? Like, what should they think about first? And then, you know, what are like the first two or three things that people should look at? Yeah, you know, it's a great question, and it's different in many situations, but I would say generically, the first thing to look at is what are you offering? Hmm. And that seems obvious, right? Right. But what happens is many people, if you talk to them, don't really know. I'm going to go back to kind of where we started. They don't know who they are in the industry. They don't know what they do. Think about it. How many times have you ever been to a networking event, right? And people are going around the room telling you what they do. And you, pe- first of all, it's people start to do the lean back thing, right? Because ninety percent of the people say something similar, right? And they check out. Right. So how can you, in a sentence or two, tell people what you do in a way that pushes, right, the pain point, right. that talks about the problem that you solve, the challenge that you help them overcome, right. and and many times, unfortunately, even people who've been in business for a while can't do that so the first thing is what do you offer what do you do specifically that's the first thing and then the second thing is it's not a website it's not your branding it's not all these things that people out there the the glitter right Right. the fancy stuff in the business it's not that the question now is what do you have that you can offer people that they want so badly that they will at least give you their name and mailing address or their name and email if you're an online business so that you can begin to build a list. Hmm. It's the most important piece of your business. And by the way, it's not a social media list. Right. Because... We not, none of us think this is going to happen, right? That Facebook is going to go away next week, right. or that Twitter's going to go away. But guess what? Uh, it, it could happen. It could be replaced by something else. And we've seen it happen, right? What was the uh, uh, blab? Oh, started yes. and went away. Yes. Periscope is still here, but think about it. If you're an oldie scoldy like me and you've been around a long time, right? My There's space. no more fax marketing per se. Now, if people are on your list, that's a whole different thing. There's really no more telemarketing. Right. Right? right? Well, I get this crazy automated call. As soon as I pick up the phone, I hang up right away. (laughs) Right, exactly. But but most of us aren't getting interrupted at dinner at at 6 o'clock every night with the the calls anymore. Because those industries have gone away. Right. I know people who went what I call OOB, out of business, (laughs) (laughs) overnight. Overnight, because yes. of that, because they were, they had all their eggs in one basket. Right, 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 right. So the key is to build a list and do it in such a way that you're not dependent on one media. Right, right, right. So, so, it, so it might just would, be an email address, so, but at least you can always email somebody, but that's just a starting point, and then you get more information about them so that you can contact them in other ways. Right, or if you're like me, Right. If you go to my site, in order to get the free CD that I have offered there, you get to give me your address because I'm going to mail it to you, as well as your email. But I want the physical address. Here's here's the third thing I would tell you I would tell people to do if they're starting. If you ask me the one thing, this is what I would say. There's something called a marketing triangle. Mm -hmm. So if you draw a triangle on a piece of paper, at the top, I want you to write message. On the lower right, I want you to write media, and on the lower left, I want you to write market. Mm-hmm. Message, market, media. Gotcha. When you're starting a new business, I want you to look at that. Or even if you're looking at how do I grow my current business, that's the, that's the three key points. Right. And there should be arrows going to each of those. Right. So right. what's your message? Right. Who are you marketing that to? Who's your market? Who's your target? Who are the people that you want to talk to? And then finally, what media are you going to use to communicate with them? Right. If you get those three things in place, mm-hmm. your business will flow much easier, much more simply than if you do all of the things that some of the other people are going to tell you. Oh, you have to have a website. Oh, you have yeah, to have yeah. 
you know, a brand. Oh, what are your cult? You know, right. none of that stuff really matters in the big picture. Right. You need a place where you can collect name and email addresses. Right. Here's my philosophy. This is going to, some people are going to fall out of their chairs. I have a website. It needs to be redone. It needs to be redone for a while. I don't, once people go opt in and say yes to my offer, I don't care if they ever go back to my website. And here's why, before people fall off their chairs. I'll tell you why. <laughs> because if I want you to go somewhere to my website to look at an offer or to invest in something that I think you need or that would be profitable or, or good for your business, I'm going to send you some kind of message, whether it's on an email, whether it's on social media, whether it's a phone call or a, something in the mail, or whatever it is, a blog post, however I'm going to market to you, I'm going to send you a message, and in that message is going to be a link, link specific right. to where I want you to go on my site, to the very specific page. Right. So I don't care if you ever say, you know, I wonder what Diane's doing. Let me go right. check out her website today. Right, right, right. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's all very directed. Exactly. Okay, Diane, it's, believe it or not, it's time for us to take our mm -hmm. last commercial break of the interview. So I want you to hold on. We're going to come right back, and when we come back, we'll just wrap things up, and we'll let people know how they can get in touch with you, okay? Perfect. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been talking this hour with Diane Conklin, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. TalkingAlternative.com To the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Another shout out to my friend Nancy on the Facebook live stream. Thank you, Nancy. We've been getting a bunch of thumbs up and hearts during the show. Diane, I think my peeps like you. <laughs> well, good. Good. So, uh, Diane, I'm curious. I know you mentioned Seth Godin before. Um, besides Seth, who else inspires you these days? Oh, wow. There's a, there's a whole list. Um, you know, I love Brene Brown. I love uh, Simon Sinek. Oh, um, Simon, his, yeah. He inspires me so much that I have his book, Start With Why, on both my Kindle and I have the hardbound book. Oh, wow. Um, the, I can't remember the author's name, but the title of the book is The One Thing. Great, oh, great book. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people that probably a lot of folks would have never heard of, you know, I've done a lot of things uh, with the, the Glazer Kennedy Group. From a business perspective, um, I read a lot. So, um, you know, sometimes the inspiration comes from, you know, things you wouldn't think. You know, my partner or uh, one of the kids or, um, you know, I got a letter yesterday that there's some homeless kids in the, uh, in, the in the local area. And uh, I, put a, I put the letter up on Facebook and there's been this, in, in a group that's a local thing, and there's been this huge response um, from that. And so that... In, you know, lately uh, has been very inspirational. So, um, you know, I love Joe Polish. There's a lot of business kinds of inspirations, but I think, uh, you know, inside of just life inspirations, uh, many times I take the, the everyday things. You know, my, my coaching clients inspire me uh, every day with the, the things that they're doing. And so I think the, the, big, the, the, the easy answer to your question is people who, who get things done and people who implement and do things in a way that with integrity 
And, you know, as a, as a good friend of mine said to me the other day, we were having a discussion, and he said, you know, Diane, there's a difference between, you know, people who who want you to think they're good people and then people who actually do good things. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, you know, that inspires me, people who yeah. who really do good things. Yeah, all right, cool, cool. And uh, over the years that you've been, uh, you know, doing this, you've been doing this now for, you know, close to 20 years, um, what's been your, your greatest challenge in, in doing this marketing work with people? <laughs> You know, I think that I think my biggest challenge is probably the biggest challenge that most of us have, uh-huh. and it's it's the people side, right? It's uh-huh. it's how do you how do you leverage? And this is one of the things that I teach is how do you leverage? And there are lots of ways, but people is the part of it, one piece of the leverage, right? To include technology and, and systems and, and other things, but leveraging with other people, I think, is the biggest challenge because. Um, you know, things change, and, and people change, and what people want change, and, and commitment levels, and, and all of that. And so being able to duplicate yourself from the people perspective side mm-hmm. and, and, and getting people to buy in and building that team and, and all of that, I think is probably the biggest piece that I would say um, in the 20 years. And I think that other than that, I think the biggest challenge for all of us is, is six inches, not that six inches, Sam. <laughs> six inches between our ears, right? Uh-huh. It's myself. It's, it's yourself. It's the Absolutely. mindset. Yeah. It's overcoming, you know, the crap, if you will, in our heads. Am I allowed to say crap on the radio? Yes. Uh, this is Internet, so we, we get away with a lot of stuff. <laughs> but it really is, right? It's controlling our own mind. It's, it's right. dealing with things that don't work exactly the way we think, right? It's that perfectionist in us mm-hmm. and not having that human tendency to beat ourselves up and and to get all down and to just be able to say i'm going to start again no. and i actually have a note on my computer screen that says that not start over start again start again ah i like that i like that because i can start again in this moment right tomorrow right or right, right. you know after lunch right and it's not starting over but starting again yeah start again i like that i like that Okay, Dan, I'm going to ask you to like uh, glaze, gaze into your crystal ball <laughs> and take a look. And in the next, I know like uh, things are changing so, so quickly, but just in the next five to ten years, what do you guess is going to be the biggest change in marketing that's going to happen? I think it's going to be more of kind of where we are now. It's going to mm. be more community it's going to be more connection. It's going to be more of the relationship piece. It's going to be more about having two-way conversations um, as opposed to a one-way, right? One of the things I talk to people about um, when I'm marketing my events is it's not me talking at you. It's us having a conversation in the room with 30 people, right? right? It's not about me coming in with a set agenda anymore. It's about giving people... Not what they need, Sam. Right. What they want. What they want. Yeah. Give yeah. them what they want and also give them what they need. Right. But when you give people what they want, they walk away with this real sense of satisfaction, this real sense of connection, right. this real sense of, wow, how do I get more of that? Right. And I think as much as we've moved away from that and as much as sometimes things feel sterile with you know, the text messaging and all the social media stuff, right? Social media is, is where we go today to, to sit around in our neighborhoods and have iced tea or a beer on the front porch, right? right? How do we get back to that feeling in a much more personal way? I think right. that's what's going to happen in the world and in business and in marketing um, in the next probably two to five years. Wow. wow. Okay, great. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much, Diane. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule for coming on the show today. If people want to learn more about you and, and find out uh, kind of the services that you offer, uh, where can they go? What should they do? Sure. There's a couple things. The easiest thing is to go to the website, and that's at completemarketingsystems.com. That is plural, okay. completemarketingsystems.com. Um, They could also call. I have a toll-free 800 number, and that number is 866-293-0589. Again, that number is 866-293-0589. 
Um, they can also send me an email if they'd like to set up a time to chat with me, and the easiest one would be info, I-N-F-O, at completemarketingsystems.com. And uh, I'm on all the social media. If you just do my name, Diane Conklin, you'll find me on, on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. So uh, any of those ways, but probably the easiest way is just go to the just go to the main, main website. website. Yeah, wonderful, beautiful. Thank you so much, Diane. I really appreciate it. You, you I think, help uh, to really educate people, and uh, I think you're doing beautiful work. So it's a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate the invite and the opportunity to share with your folks. And if there's anything I can do for you or anybody that's listening, or uh, don't hesitate to, to, to reach out and ask. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I have a feeling we'll be working together in 2017. We'll see. Perfect. Some changes I look up forward ahead. to it. All right, great, great. Thank you so much. All right, and take care. Uh, take care. And uh, I just want to let everybody know, uh, for my loyal listeners, um, our last meeting of the Conscious Business Collective for 2016 will be on Thursday, December 15th at 6.30 p.m. Um, it will be at the same place that we usually meet, and uh, you can uh, find out uh, what our topic is. We're going to start a new topic this, this month, and... Uh, Find out all about it at our meetup group, which is um, meetup.com slash conscious dash biz, B-I-Z dash collective, or just, you know, go to meetup.com and just type in the words conscious business collective and do a search and you'll find the group. We've been posting all of uh, the events there and uh, we've been having great, great experiences with everyone who came out. Our, our, what we did last month uh, at the Conscious Business Collective meeting was so, so powerful. Everybody had such a powerful experience. It was really beautiful. So I hope um, anyone listening, if you're in the New York City area and you have can spare just a couple of hours on Thursday evening, December 15th, you'll come out and join us and be part of the community you know we actually it's great i'm seeing people like connect with each other outside of the meetings and stuff so it really is turning into the community so that's it for today i will be back next week with a brand new show uh, don't forget to tune in tomorrow on friday starting at 11 a.m for our new show in the know 420 followed by the 21st century entrepreneur and tony martinetti nonprofit radio yep the fridays are real busy here talking alternative i hope you'll tune in tomorrow and we will talk to you next week You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on talkingalternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. 
Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.